0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Locked on Penguins podcast. I'm your host Hunter Hodes. Follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Please keep liking, subscribing, you know, giving reviews on the show. I really do appreciate, you know, reading all over the reviews and everything and just seeing how much you guys like the podcast. Um, as of right now, the recording, I'm recording this episode with five minutes left in regulation for the Penguins-Senators game. Just a little over five minutes left. So six to three game. Uh, Penguins, if you blow this game while I'm recording this, uh, there's going to be some problems. <laughs> I just really would not uh, like that. But the Penguins right now, six, looks like they're going to coast to a six to three victory tonight over the Ottawa Senators, breaking their six-game losing streak. And yeah, it's not a moment too soon for them. Um, you know, get bank a couple points. You know, this was this was as much of a must-win must game for the Penguins as there was. I said yesterday that this is the biggest week of the season to date. They're either starting off this week with a win, they have to go to Buffalo on Thursday where, you know, they've struggled to beat the Sabres for some reason this season, even though the Sabres have been really, really bad. You know, win that game, and then you can uh, go deal with the back-to-back. But Penguins welcomed back the services of John Reno and Brian Dumoulin tonight. And, uh, wow, uh, you could... You can just see how much they mean to the team. You know, of course, John Marino. Not even a minute into the game gets a goal. Uh, seeing eye shot past Anderson. I think Anderson was basically screened on that. Um, Marino later in the game broke up a three on one with his stick. Uh, he's just he, the way he's able to just move the puck out of the zone and just a breakout pass toward the forwards. Like I said, playing the three on one in his defensive Ogan and getting a stick on each puck. You know, blocking shots and just you know disrupting chances. Um, he's he's the total package you know you look at the underlying numbers you watch him he just it, it like i said it's the it's the full package with this player um it sucks that he was able it sucks that he missed uh 3 weeks of this season or else you know that John Marino for Calder Trophy i think uh finalist campaign would have really kept picking up steam. Um, I still think that he should be in the consideration to be in the top three with Quinn Hughes and Kale McCarr. Um, I don't know if he's going to get in the top three, but yeah, like I said, he, he should definitely, I think, you know, still be in that consideration. Um, what a player he's become. You know, he's like, I know getting back Ryan Dumoulin is massive, but you know, he's also one of the biggest keys for the Penguins if they want to make a really big run here and try to get their third Stanley Cup in five years, because way they can pull him out on the second pairing, he can eat a lot of minutes away from Crystal Tang. Crystal Tang won't have to play, you know, 27 minutes a night like he used to in a couple Stanley Cup playoff runs, especially the 2016 run. You can give Marino basically any assignment, and he's just he's outstanding. And, um, you know, the fact that they, like I said, the fact that they got a six-round pick for him, I've said that so many times. Nothing short of outstanding, and you know, shout out to Artie Kevin Stevens for getting that done. He was just an abs. um, Marino was just an absolute menace tonight. Looked like he didn't even uh, miss a beat. Uh, As for Brian Dumoulin, he's looked outstanding. He also had a point tonight. His skating looked really, really good. You can just see how much more comfortable uh, Chris Letang is. Next to Brian Dumoulin, and that just that, that pairing with Jack Johnson just did not. It was bad, and you know, like obviously, it really was really really bad for the past week or two. You know, it's, it's honestly been bad for the entire time that it's been going. But you know, Brian Dumoulin, he's just such a he's just such a calming presence with Letang. He's so good in his defensive zone. Plenty of times tonight where Dumoulin was able to skate the puck out of trouble. You know, break up some uh, scoring chances on Ottawa, and really, I think. The biggest difference, you know, when the Penguins are full, uh, I, I tweeted this out um, during the game, and, you know, it just it's really amazing just to see how much, you know, cleaner the Penguins game looks when the defense is fully healthy and deployed like how they're supposed to. I thought Justin Schultz looked fine tonight. There wasn't really many errors for him. These third-pairing minutes are exactly what Justin Schultz needs, you know, to fine-tune his game. He doesn't need to play like he did in 2016-17, but, you know, if he can get somehow close to that, I'm... Honestly, think it's going to happen. He just hasn't been the same player. You know, it'll just go a long, long way for the Penguins. Um, We all know it was going to be great to get uh, Dumoulin and Marino back, but the game just—it just—it looked so much cleaner during this game against Ottawa. You know, they were limiting the scoring chances against. It looked like I know Ottawa did score a few goals. I mean, one of them kind of went off the post and then off Murray's back, and then it was uh, banked in. Uh, Chuck had a nice goal. I know the Connor Brown goal is kind of more on Matt Murray. I thought Matt Murray should have honestly had that. I think he should have made the glove save on that. I, know I saw some arguments where, you know, stick on puck you know, was right there. Those are hard to track. I still think Murray should have had that. That's just my opinion, at least. But it's just, it's just, it's so great to watch the Penguins in the defensive zone when the defense is deployed as it should be. You know, you put Doomlin with Latang, You can put Pedersen with Marino. And then, yes, we all know Jack Johnson is really, really bad. But if he's playing third-pairing minutes, I guess he's not as bad. Well, I, I guess, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it should be Uso Ricola, but you know what? It, that's not going to happen for some reason. You, you know, we, 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 well, we kind of know the reasons because Mike Sullivan really doesn't like him and that he's in his doghouse. But... Yeah, I just, I really wanted to get that off my chest. Just an outstanding game, uh, defensively for the Penguins. And please, please, I hope to God the defense stays healthy for the rest of the regular season and throughout the entire playoffs of the Penguins. Uh, it, it badly needs to happen. They cannot lose any one of these defensemen, maybe minus Jack Johnson and, um, and have their play just deteriorate. I think, it, obviously, if they lost Jack Johnson, I don't think their play would deteriorate that quickly. Though, of course, I'm not rooting for any injuries to any uh, Jack Johnson or anything. That would be kind of, that would be really, really bad. But, yeah, um, just hopefully none of these defensemen get hurt, you know, because they're being deployed in a very, very nice way right now. And, you know, just you know, some people were honestly questioning uh, Dumoulin's conditioning and all that. How would he look? Um, I thought I thought he looked fantastic. He looked, he didn't miss a beat at all. Um, like I said, there are people wondering if Do- if, it, if Brian Dumoulin was going to be the same for the rest of the season. Um, he's definitely looked the same so far. Granted, I know it's the Ottawa Senators. Uh, the Senators are very, very bad, but I mean, you know, you take what you can get. They're still an NHL team. They still needed this win really, really badly. And right as we're recording, Brian Rust gets a hat-trick, 7-3, lead with 250 left in the first period. What a gorgeous goal. That is 27 goals this season for Brian Rust. Um, yeah, he's he's apparently Rob Rossi just tweeted he's going to need four goals over his final 17 games. Well, actually, no, three goals. Yeah, he kind of screwed up three goals over his final 17 games to become just the fifth winger of the Crosby Malkin era to score 30 in a single season. Um, obviously, Jake Ensel is one of them. Um, Oh my god, I got like James Neal. Oh, Man, I got a really Chris Kunitz. That's three. Oh my god, I got to really go back here to think about these other two because uh, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty bad that I can't remember this. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the other two at some point during this podcast. But yeah, Brian Russ, 27 goals. That's not something I thought I would type, but um, he's just he's he's been outstanding this season. Uh, he's been really heating up these uh, these past few games. That's now four goals in his what his past three games going back to the uh, the Kings game. Yeah. Should be four goals in his last three games. Uh, starting to heat up again. You know he was going a little bit of a rut, but um, you know, remember remember when uh, people were uh, saying that potentially Brian Bus was going to get traded this season? Yeah, no, that's that what's not going to happen because he's just been uh, so good. So yeah, seven goals for the Penguins tonight. The dam finally broke. Uh, That's one way to put it. Uh, We'll have more going in more in-depth about the goals in the next segment. But, yeah, the PDO regression was real. It looks like it's getting back to normal. Um, Keep Brian Rust on the Getty Malkin's wing uh, for the rest of eternity. And, uh, yeah, just just a great overall, you know, just a great overall uh, win. All right, so, yeah, overall, you know, with the Penguins' goals, uh, I thought, you know, just just uh, a lot of – besides the Brian Russ trick, we had a lot of different goal scorers tonight. Sidney Crosby finally gets on the board. I think it was his first goal in six games. Jason Zucker finally scored. I think he has points in nine of his first 11 games now for the Penguins. I think uh, he has – I think he has seven goals in, I want to say, 11 games now as a Penguin too. I uh you know he's he's already outscored Alex Galchenyuk for this season, and it hasn't even been 15 games yet. That's just I, I just I find that really really funny. And you know, remember when people were freaking out about uh, trading Kalen Addison for him? Yeah, Jason Jason Zucker just looks like such a great fit on the Crosby line. He just he gets the puck so quickly. The pass that he made on Crosby's goal, he looked like he was on his knees, which is great. Uh, that that line with Connor Sherry tonight, they were buzzing all around. It looked, it looked like it was like an eight point nine point night for them. Just just awesome. Uh, you know, that line That line is really cooking. Connor Sherry, of course, did get his first goal back as a Penguin, his 10th goal of the season. Um, you know, been a little bit of a lucky goal, but, you know, that's kind of the goal that has gone against the Penguins in recent games. You know, you had the Zach Trotman goal going off his ass almost against the uh, the Ducks, another goal going off his leg. Um, there have they've just been so many own goals that have been going on against the Penguins lately. The Peterson play against the Capitals, honestly two of them because he had another turnover that went right to Tom Wilson. But, yeah, that was a play the Penguins have desperately needed, you know, to turn the PDO uh, regression back into their – PDO luck, excuse me, back into their favor. And, yeah, it was great to see him score, you know. Um, I thought Rust on the power play, the, the patience that he had on that was just brilliant, you know. Waited, 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 boom, just snaps it right over Craig Anderson. Poor Craig Anderson, you know, giving up seven goals. Uh, yeah, he's, he's definitely not what he used to be. Um, you know, he was a pain in the neck for some games in that 2017 series, especially game six and game seven. But, um, you know, the Penguins were obviously able to, um, overcome that in the, in the uh, the series win. But, you know, um, still I thought, you know, uh, oh, uh, another, uh, goal scorers. I think I already got all the goal scorers for this game. Yeah. Brian Rust with three, Chase Tucker with one, Sidney Crosby with one, Carter Sherry with one. And of course, uh, yeah, yeah, John Marino. So yeah, uh. Yeah, that Crosby goal, you know, that was just a vintage Crosby goal. Just almost from an impossible angle he loves to do that. Also, congratulations to Sidney Crosby. Um 800 assists. I think saw the stat. He was the sixth fastest player to 800 assists in NHL history. Uh obviously uh, someone on there, you know, Mario Lemieux is on that list, I saw, I think. Um Yeah, just great company to be in. Uh yeah, we are. we are I tweeted, you know, spoiled we are the nice little master Yoda quote, you know, spoiled we are. But um uh, yeah, I'm not gonna probably do that again on the podcast, but whatever. But um, yeah, just we're so spoiled to watch Sidney Crosby and everything that he's accomplished. Um, he's probably, I don't know if he'll maybe get to a thousand assists by the time his career is over. That might be asking a little bit. You know, though, what I, I would love it. No, absolutely, I would. I think he's obviously. I think he's definitely gonna get to at least over 900. Uh, that would be awesome, but. Uh, yeah, just another milestone for Sidney Crosby, just outstanding stuff. One thing I did see tonight that uh, has to do with the game, obviously, but uh, Patrick Marlowe took his spot um, in coming out for the game. Usually it's Sidney Crosby second to last and Evgeny Malkin last, but Crosby, it looks like, has given Marlowe the go-ahead to go second to last over him. And something that's usually something that Sidney Crosby does not do since he's hes definitely one of the most superstitious players um, in the league. But, you know, you're not going to get that over Evgeny Malkin. You know, the three-year Super League, bro, um, as he once said over Sidney um, Crosby. I think he, Crosby went on the uh, podcast over the summer. And when he was trying to go out last, Malkin, of course, said, you know, three-year Super League. You know, basically, you know, I go last. And you know, that's probably one of the funniest stories that I can remember about it. But it is now confirmed, you know, 7-3 final. The Penguins finally get back on the win board. Bank points 81 and 82, you know, not a moment too soon. The Islanders got waxed tonight again. And, you know, the Islanders, you know, that's that's big for the Penguins. They're now four points clear of them. Uh, they're now uh, tied in games played with the Flyers. They're one point behind them, four points behind the Capitals. And the Capitals and the Flyers have a massive showdown tomorrow. Um, I'm not really sure if to root for that. I'm just going to root for one of those teams to win in regulation, I guess. But, yeah, um, I think the Penguins can definitely make a run to at least get home ice for the first round. I don't really think Philadelphia is going to keep up this pace for the rest of the season, but, you know, who knows. But, you know, overall, just a really complete game from the Penguins, I thought, tonight, you know, in all three phases. There were times where it looked like Ottawa was getting some momentum back, but then the Penguins would just score another goal. You know, it was 2-0 very, very early in the game. Then Ottawa made it 2-1, and then the Penguins uh, got that very massive goal towards the late end of the third period for 3-1, uh, Brian on the power play. Um, speaking of the power play, you know, I was kind of roasting it a little bit during the game. The Penguins got a four-minute my, uh, penalty penalty, well, Ottawa took a four-minute penalty. The Penguins got a four-minute power play. And I do not believe the Penguins got a shot on that uh, man advantage. That's unacceptable in my opinion, especially a team against, uh, against a team like the Senators, who I did not know have 14 shorthanded goals on the season. And I uh, did not realize uh, that, you know, when Steve Mears said that, I was like, wow, really? I did not realize they were that good shorthanded. But um, they didn't really have a shot. The puck movement, I, I thought, was very lethargic outside of the Brian Russ power play goal, you know, that segment. But, you know, it, it's just, it has to be fixed because it's not really like a feared power play, I think, at the moment. Um, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, it just it needs to be fixed because the zone entries were kind of embarrassing to watch. The puck movement was embarrassing to watch on most of the power plays. You know, I don't think it's, you know, all on, you know, not having Phil Kessel because Phil Kessel has really, really declined this season. I don't really know if he would make a big difference on that power play unit on the um on his side, but still, um, just been a weird, weird unit these past few weeks. It's just mostly been an average power play, I think. And um yeah I don't really know what else to say about that. It just has to improve uh, I thought Patrick Marlowe played an outstanding game he's he's getting so 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 close to banking um to just banking a goal and you know he's he's had so many good chances I think Malkin uh, gave him some really really good chances um uh, I thought he was gonna have a chance on a two on one with Evan rodriguez shorthanded though of course Evan Rodriguez was tripped. And then, which led to um, four on four, then the Penguins getting a little bit of a power play. Um, I think Rodriguez maybe would have passed there, though he kind of um, curled it up and then he looked like he was potentially going to shoot. So I'm not really sure. Um, I don't really know if there's a pass to be made there. You know, I'd have to go really, honestly, i have to really go back and um, watch it. And, you know, just want to say, you know, with that goal tonight by Zucker, you know, he's on a 45 goal pace with the Penguins over an 82 uh, game season. So, yeah, he's going to fit in just fine. Also want to shout out Carly Zucker, Jason Zucker's wife for another incredible tweet. Uh, she's really taking the reins here for having probably one of the best Twitter accounts in 2020 and potentially even all time. Uh, you know, he made the joke here, he never quits if there's a chance to score while quote-treating Jesse Marshall of The Athletic. Um, of course, you know, I'm not going to explain that joke because it should be obvious, but um, yeah, she never misses a chance to joke about her husband. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, you know, the whole Zucker family just seems to be absolutely hilarious. Jason just a hell of a fire, and his wife is just absolutely um, hilarious, you know, they're, you know, he's just going to fit in just perfect here for the next few seasons, and um, I can't wait to see when uh, Jake Gensel comes back because that line could be very, very lethal. Um, it was actually reported tonight from Dave Molinari that Gensel was out of his sling, he was in the press box, that's about now two months after surgery, where he said he would be four to six months, so yeah, uh, maybe Gensel's ahead of schedule, maybe it's nothing, you know, but still great news on Jake Gensel that he's uh, potentially out of his sling for good now, that he can, you know, do some more other um, activities. Also, I did not see this uh, during the game. Apparently, Josh Showy tweeted out Penguin source has told him that Jack Johnson was not on the bench to end the game uh, because his wife is in labor. Okay, okay, you know, real talk here. You know, not going to sh- uh, shit on Jack Johnson for this. Congratulations to Jack and his family, um, especially his wife with the birth of the baby boy, baby girl. Of course, I haven't really tweeted out um, what it is, but, you know, yeah, just congratulations. Uh, you know, there's some jokes like, can you take a paternity leave for about a week or something? You guys are so ruthless, but, um, yeah, still, congratulations. Um, you know, the Penguins had to play with five defensemen for the rest of the game, but, you know, I'm sure that's not a problem, especially with Jack Johnson being out of the lineup. I'm sure he'll be playing on, in Buffalo on Thursday. Um, if not, they'll probably just put Uso Rico in. Um, But yeah, you know, fraternity leave jokes. Really, really, I can't. Uh, You guys are, uh, I'm just reading the replies to Josh's tweet right now. And uh, you guys are really, really, really just too much sometimes. But yeah, congratulations. Uh, That's all I'm going to say about that. This was also a very, very good night for the Penguins in terms of the Metropolitan Division. The Rangers lost in regulation. The Islanders absolutely got blitzed. By Montreal 6-2, I think they're now on a four-game losing streak. The Islanders actually saw from a tweet from Arthur Staple, 19-19-6 and and since their 17-game point streak ended. Um, that's painfully average to below average. There may not even have a lot to make the playoffs right now. Penguins, like I said, four points behind the uh, caps, two one point behind the Flyers. A little bit more of a cushion now with the Islanders, four points above them. Still have two more games in hand on the Blue Jackets, who have a massive uh, road trip coming up in uh, Western Canada. They're seven points up on the Hurricanes for that final spot. Um, Eight points up on the Rangers, and they still have a game in hand on them. So, yeah, this was a big win. Like I said, this was just such a monster week for the Penguins. Getting it off to a really, really good start. Beating a team you are supposed to beat. Keep doing that into Thursday. You have a very, very bad Buffalo team who I said yesterday on the podcast. um, You know, poor Jack Eichel, he's going to request a trade at some point. And, you know, it's not a moment too soon. I think the poor Sabres fans out there are just honestly waiting for it at this point. Um, You know, I don't don't know if he has um, the balls to do it. But, you know, I also would not be surprised if he um, indeed did it. Also, also um, want to say a um, just – um, all right. now that we were still on the Islanders I'm like messing up my words prayers up to Johnny Boychuk um, I'm not going to watch that video again if you guys have it's very very scary took a skate to the face from our Terry um, Look, he was writhing in pain on the ice um, yeah I just I cannot watch that video again because it looks so bad I think he had a similar incident last season or a season or another season ago where he took a skate blade to the face and he somehow did not miss I don't think he missed that much time for it barely made stitches what I read, but yeah, very scary situation. Prayers up to Johnny Boychuk. I really hope for a speedy recovery because uh yeah, a skating to the face is no joke, that can really, really mess up your face. You know, it's just you know the safety and well being of him is of the utmost utmost concern and you know. Of course he did not was not going to return to the game. Barry Trots, apparently there's an update. Just recently, no update. Um he's being evaluated, you know, the typical um stuff from the head coach after the game. But yeah, I just really, really hope that he is um he's he's just doing all right. I really, really don't know if I have too much more about the Penguins after this game. I thought Chris Letang looked really, really good. I think I already talked about that. Like I said, he looks so good next to Brian Newman. It's just, you know, it's almost as if you take Jack Johnson away from the top pairing, put him on the bottom pairing, oh, look, he scores seven goals. And obviously, that's not going to happen every game. Just, am yeah, just playing around a little bit. But still, you know, if that, that happens a bunch, it's great to see that it happened. Um, I thought the Marlow line was buzzing all night. He just he looks so good as a penguin. He looks a lot better. Um, than advertised. he looks a lot better than I thought he was going to be. His speed is so evident. He's getting so many chances, like I already said. He's going to pot a couple very, very soon. Um, the luck will turn in his favor. Um, Jared McCann, he's still shooting the puck a lot. You know, no goals in his last 17, 18 games. I think that is going to change. Um, it has to, you know, if the penguins are gonna want to go. Deep. Um, I think, you know, I think Jeff from the Pens ball had a really interesting tweet the other day. You know, obviously he's not scoring a bunch of empty netters as he did, you know, earlier in the year and like last season because, oh yeah, you know, that's that doesn't happen very often. And, you know, he's not scoring a bunch of shorthanded goals as he was, you know, early on in his Penguins career. That does not that doesn't just keep happening because there's not a lot of shorthanded goals to go around to begin with. So um, I hope his scoring uh, comes back, uh, comes back for him. There's going to be more reinforcements coming for the Penguins. I think on Thursday, Nick Bukestad will probably have another full contact practice coming tomorrow. I would expect him to return on Thursday, not a moment too soon. Brandon Tanev. Hopefully he was out sick today. Mike Sullivan said he was ill. That was why they had to recall Anthony Angelo on an emergency basis, so you know hopefully he's good enough to go on Thursday. If not, I'm sure he'll be fine for the weekend back to back. It just will, which is when they really, really will need him. But um, if on Thursday they get back Tannen and Bukestad, that'll push out Angelo and um, Lafferty out of the lineup, and the forward group will just look that much better. And I'll be curious to see when Aston Reese and uh, Rodriguez come back, what the what the decisions are gonna be for that, because uh they are going to be very, very deep. Um and there's those are not going to be tough decisions, but you know, all in all, you know, like I said, great win by the Penguins tonight. Break the six-game losing streak, bang two points, back, you know, they're back. You <laughs> know the Penguins, the March of the Penguins is well underway, it looks like. Um, we're gonna hope for another win on Thursday. We're gonna have it broken all broken down for you that night. We'll have another episode coming tomorrow as well for Locked On Penguins. Um, not really sure what that's going to entail. You know, I'll make it up on the fly like I always do. Um, you know, just th- think of some ideas. But you know, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Locked On Penguins, and we will talk to you all soon.